Welcome to the Ruth Speaks podcast, a podcast specifically designed for the seeking believer who understands that the pursuit of God is not about perfection, but rather about strengthening our faith and commitment to the Father. Hello, everyone. I am your host, Keisha Robertson, and I want to thank you for tuning in to today's episode. You know, I've come to realize that typically speaking, what you want in life, most times you'll go after. Now, of course, there are always going to be the exceptions to that general rule. But I think for the most part, if a person wants something and they truly want something to happen, a lot of times they are going to do whatever it takes to make it so, right? To get to that desired or end result. For example, if you were hungry, you're going to do what it takes to make sure you're meeting that urge to eat. You're satisfying the hunger. So if that means you got to go out and buy something, if you're able to do that, you may do that. Or you may go into your kitchen and cook something or put something together. No matter the case, if you're hungry, you're trying to meet that need, that feeling, you're going to do what it takes in order to make that happen because you want to eat. Same thing, for example, if someone wants a job, they want to work, they're going to usually take the steps necessary in order to get that job. That might include asking friends if they know of any leads on jobs, looking online at different job boards to see what opportunities are available. They're going to submit their resume online to the different opportunities that they see in order to potentially get a response on a possible job opportunity. So by the same token, for the most part, when it comes to most things in life, if you want something to happen, a lot of times you're going to do what it takes to make it so. What happens when we transition that thought process onto our spiritual walks and more specifically our relationship with God? Now, of course, you know, no matter what I talk about, while I may always start off with something that is more relevant in the secular, everyday way of living. I'm always going to look to draw an analogy to our spiritual walks and our spiritual journeys. So if you want a relationship with God, I'm going back to that. Remember now, I just started off with the idea that most times, if it's something we want, we're going to do whatever it takes to make it happen. By the same token, taking that same idea and mindset, If you want a relationship with God, you want to walk closer to him, you're at a point where you're looking to be more intimate in your relationship with him, what are you doing right now to achieve that? Scripture says in James chapter 2 verse 17, in the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. Amen. So if you think about that scripture, I'm going to, in my own way, break it down in what I believe is my understanding and interpretation of that scripture. And let me just go back for a minute and just add this because I didn't start off this particular episode this way. I kind of just jump right in. Let me just add, as usual, that in contemplation of what I'm going to talk about, I always seek out from the Lord 
what it is that he wants me to talk about, understanding that in spending that time with him, he's going to bring me to whatever it is that he feels that I need to share. And so when I put it out there, when I do these podcast episodes, the thought in mind is that the episode or the topic may not necessarily speak to everyone who may listen, but my goal and desire is if it touches at least one, I have more than accomplished what I believe the Lord wanted me to do, which is deliver that word in a way that it is received to whomever it is needed by in that moment. And so sticking with that and now going back to the scripture, our faith in God is evidenced by our belief in him. And because of our faith in God, we are saved, right? Our salvation through him establishes us as new in him. And so to me, what this means is that Now that we have professed with our mouths that we believe in God, we believe in his son who died on the cross so that we might be made worthy to enter into relationship with God through our belief in him and his son who was sacrificed for our benefit, we have now been made anew. We have now been saved and been made anew in him. And so to me, what this means is that As we are now new in him, we are now living a life that is demonstrative of the fact that we believe in him. And in order to live a life that is demonstrative of the fact that we believe in God, our thoughts, our actions, our behavior, our conduct should line up in such a way that it pleases God. And in order to do this, again, this is my interpretation All of those things should be consistent with the word of God and what God says about how he desires those who believe in him to live. So through salvation, we've been saved through our belief in who Christ is and the sacrifice that he made. We are now in a new life, living a new life that is reflective of that belief to include abiding in the word of God by honoring it and working to make it a part of our daily life, almost just like breathing. And so if you think about it like that, the everyday goal of a believer should be to strive to work to make sure that their life is reflective of the behaviors, attitudes, spirit, and conduct that the word of God is telling us that God expects of those who believe in him. So the scripture faith without works essentially means in my opinion that how we live, again, the work we do, our thoughts, our actions, our conduct should again demonstrate the new people that we have become because we have been saved through our faith. People should see our quote-unquote good works as demonstrating actions of our belief in God, meaning that we are doing and saying things that line up with the word of God. We are governing ourselves in such a way that lines up with the word of God. Our works are evidencing our faith in who God is and what God requires and expects of us. And because we believe in God, we are honoring him with our behavior, with our conduct, with our thoughts. We are honoring him with how we live our life because we are striving to live it in a way that pleases him. 
An outsider looking in should know that there's something unique and different about us because the way that we live, the way that we walk and talk is slightly different. And that signifier should be it's different because we are believers. We have faith in God. And because we demonstrate it daily, they should be able to see this on a consistent basis. So basically, believers are actually living faith on a daily basis. And by living faith, you are living in your belief in God on a daily basis. And because you're believing in God on a daily basis, you are doing good things. You are saying good things. You are living your life in a way that actively shows that you are working to honor his word because you believe that God is who he says he is. And you want to do those things so that you might please God. Every believer, I would think, should aspire to want to know God better. I'm just going to make the assumption that we all do. Regardless of where we are in our faith walk, regardless of where we are in our spiritual journey, I am making the general assumption that believers want to know God better. They want to walk closer to him. So the question that I pose to you is, what are you doing to move that needle along? And what are you waiting for? It's one thing to say I want to do it. It's another thing to demonstrate it in how we live and what we say and how we govern ourselves. It's not or never enough to just believe if that belief is never demonstrated in true form and fashion. So, for example, I can say that I believe that I am a doctor, right? I can profess that all day long, but no one is going to buy into the idea. They may at the outset believe that I'm a doctor if I say I'm a doctor, but unless and until I can actually demonstrate that I am a doctor by the things that I do that doctors are normally known for doing, there's really not a whole lot that goes beyond the words themselves. There's no action that lines up with the belief that I've stated that I am a doctor. And so the full picture of being a doctor can't really be manifested until we see actual evidence of the fact that you are, in fact, a doctor. So let me say that another way. We can say that we are believers. We can say that we believe in God, but the full picture of what that is can never truly be demonstrated unless the actions, the works, the things that we do actually line up with the notion that we say we believe in God and we have faith in God. The whole picture remains incomplete without the supporting works behind the belief and the profession with our mouths that we are, in fact, believers in God and we have faith in him. So if we say that we are saved, does our life now look slightly different than before we profess the belief in God and his son that granted us that salvation and hence this saved life, this new life in God? Have we worked to change the way we talk? Have we worked to change how we think about something? Does it look different now than it did before? Do we talk differently now than we did before? Do we do things differently now than we did before? And most importantly, do the changes that we have made now that we are professing to be new in Christ line up with the word of God in such a way that he will be pleased? Or are we, in fact, professing that we believe in God, professing that we have been saved, but still very much living a life that is disobedient 
to the will and word of God. And that's not a question that anybody else can answer but you. And in that moment, I guess that's one of those self-examination moments that I would trust that you will perform when you feel you're ready to do that. And only you would know truthfully what the answer to that question is. And I would hope if for whatever reason the answer is you're not, there's no judgment here. The thought would be that if you can acknowledge that you're not, that you will work to make adjustments and changes in those areas or that area where you have identified that it doesn't look different to work to make it look different, to work to get it to begin to line up with the word of God. So as I close out this message for today, and we're talking about changes in behavior, changes in mindsets, evidencing our faith in God through our works, which is the good things that we do, the way that we govern ourselves. If we're asking God for something, if we're believing in God for something, then we are demonstrating that belief through what we say and what we do. If we're hoping for God to do something, we are yet and again lining up our thoughts and our behaviors in such a way that evidence our faith in God. But most importantly, it is still going back to the whole idea that works in the sense of the larger word, in my opinion, is more about our lives in general. How are you living your life in general? Are you doing good things? Are you being obedient? Are you living out or trying your best to live out what God's expectations and desires are of believers or those who profess to believe in him? Which again goes back to the very thing before. If you're believing in God for something, are you doing and saying things that line up with that belief? Or are you speaking contrary to the very belief that you profess with your mouth? So as I close, I'd like to leave you with this tidbit to chew on for today. A person will always live up to what they believe they are, and their words and actions will always fall in line with that belief. So I'm going to ask you another question. Who do you believe that you are? And more importantly, do your words and actions truly line up with that belief? Because if what I said is true and you truly believe that you are saved, that you truly believe that you are in faith and in relationship with God, then everything that you do and say after that should line up with that belief and be reflective of the fact that you are, in fact, who you profess to be. And that is a believer. And where it is not then one would ask the question, are you truly who you say you are? That's it for this episode. Keep believing, keep hoping, and most importantly, keep seeking. Thank you for listening to the Ruth Speaks podcast. Join us weekly as we continue to seek after God. If you'd like to fellowship more, please visit our website at www.ruthspeaks.org. Remember, to reverence God is to rest in Him. This program was produced by At The Helm Productions.